0: always stated, it doesn't matter where you come from or what you have today. That's not all of you. And she made me, a pro- made me make her a promise that I would end up graduating from high school and I would also have to go to college. So I went to L.A. City School of Business for college and L.A. Trade Tech and L.A. City School of Business. And that helped me a great deal when it came down to uh, what was the difference when I was a kid and what is the difference with Richard Williams now.
1: Why was it that you directed Serena and Venus toward the world of tennis then? Did you see something in them at a very young age that indicated to you that this would be a good avenue for them, Richard, then?
0: Not really, because my dream for Venus and Serena came before they were ever born. Uh, they weren't even in the world then. I, um, I had the same idea and the same theory that every parents, I think, have. Because we are parents today that live through their kids, and that's what I was doing. All the problem I was living through my kids before they was born, and I thought I would go make two kids and put them in the tennis, and and and, uh, become their manager, and I would become a millionaire, and it happened.
1: (laughs) Why, why tennis though, Richard? Of all the things that maybe you might direct your kids to where they could become very successful, and you could become that millionaire, but why tennis? Because you know with the country club kind of uh, image that tennis has, that would be the the thing that I would think would be the furthest from somebody. Uh, who had the background like you indicated to us would think of.
0: Well background's pretty near the same, we had a grown person. Well, the reason tennis because at that time I didn't know of anything that a young lady could do to make about forty or fifty thousand dollars a week. And before uh, that uh I didn't know anything at all, so that's why I put him in a tennis.
1: Would you have been more comfortable if only either Venus or Serena had gone into tennis instead of both of them come becoming as successful as they've become?
0: You know, when I look at their life now and the things that they do now, and the plans I had, I think they would have been a millionaire anyway. I think they'd have been extremely successful. But I didn't have no kids. I didn't have Venus and Serena, and I had one son at that time, and and uh. uh so I always had plans for any child came in the world. I would always have two years of my income put away so that my kids wouldn't have to suffer. But they would have been very successful at everything that they do.
1: Because you once said, to be honest, I didn't want them to play one another head-to-head on the WTA Tour either. And I know you've been always very uncomfortable, and even they've been uncomfortable playing against each other. Uh, how did you try to maintain the balance, and how have they tried to maintain the balance, or do they understand that just goes along with the competition of tennis?
0: Well, i was going to share something with you. One of the strongest love that I've seen on this earth is sister's love. And that sister's love was something that was implanted in them. And my mom taught me when I was a boy that the University of UCLA, where I went to attend college when I was very young, that it was not the strongest or the best institution, that the strongest institution was family. So I taught my kids the same thing, the link of family and the importance of family. And what was really interesting along with those days that uh, back in 19, uh, uh, gee, I think it was 89, uh, 87, I met Mr. Leland Hardy, and he had the same idea. So he would uh, uh, bring a lot down, a lot of mathematics, to help Venus and Serena, and he would help them with fun, language, and and with all the things that, that he helped me with, and my, my ex-wife helped me with, and I did, I think it brought about the strongest bond of sister love that a person could see, and that's why I didn't want them to play against each other. And that's why I think every time you see them play, that you've seen some of the worst tennis that they've ever played in their life. (laughs) You know,
1: you're right about that, Richard. Uh, You're absolutely right about that. When I've watched them play, they just don't look as comfortable as they do when they're playing against somebody else. I was uh, interested in knowing how good of a tennis player were you because you taught yourself to play tennis by reading books and watching videos. So how good were you, Richard, as a player?
0: Uh, As a tennis player, I was no good at all when I first (laughs) started trying to play. matter of fact, they had a song about me. And the song was, someone have to win, someone have to lose, no rich and lose all the time. I just taught myself how to do it. I'm a self-taught man on everything I do.
1: And also, when it came to the girls, uh, you taught them in the early part of their careers, did you not?
0: Yes, I did. I taught them all their career and uh, everything that they know. Uh, it actually came from from uh, my creativity, uh, so many things I told him, like boxing, that came from Mr. Leland Hardy because he understood boxing very well. But I wanted him to help boxer's hand because you need our hand coordination. That's where he fitted in very, very well.